This is Ashley, and this is School and Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I want to remind you that I'm currently accepting mentees for the November cohort of the Mentor Me Accelerator. The Mentor Me Accelerator is an eight-week career advancement program for new and mid-level professional women. And in this program, I help professional women make more money and have more impact in their careers. If you are looking for immediate support and immediate direction in advancing your career in a meaningful way, then apply to the Mentor Me Accelerator today. When you apply to the program on my website at mentor-me.org, you'll be invited to schedule an appointment with me at the same time. In that appointment, I'll ask you lots of questions about life and work. I'll really seek to understand what's working well for you in your career right now, where you're experiencing challenges, and that'll help me assess how I can best serve you as a mentor. At that conversation, we'll also talk more about the Mentor Me Accelerator program, what's involved in the Mentor Me Accelerator program, each of the sessions and the things that I'll be teaching you, and we'll identify if it's a best fit for you. If it is, I will officially welcome you into the Mentor Me Accelerator, and you'll be able to schedule your orientation and start in the program in the same week. Now is the time for you to take immediate action on advancing your career. And if you're excited to do so in the Mentor Me Accelerator, then I invite you to apply today. Applications for the November cohort do close this week on Friday. So apply today. I'm looking forward to serving you. Next up is I Digress. And this week we are talking making choices. One of the things that I pride myself on is my decisiveness, my ability to make decisions. I really try not to stall. I try not to sit in indecision. I try to avoid being uncertain for too long because I think indecision breeds confusion and I truly hate confusion. And so I wanted to talk you through some of the strategies I use for being more decisive, how I make decisions, how I invite ease into my yes, into my no, and how you can apply these same strategies for being more decisive and avoiding indecision and the pain that comes with the unknown. So I think the first thing that the first reason why I'm decisive or the first sort of practice or discipline that I invite into my decisiveness is that I know that indecision breeds confusion, right? Like the longer that I sit in indecision, the longer that I sit in, I don't know, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that, maybe we should go here, maybe we should go there. I don't know. The longer I sit in that, the, the longer the period of like confusion and unknown. And while, you know, nothing in life is certain, I try to find certainty where I can. So where I can create certainty, where I can invite certainty, where I can welcome certainty into my lived experience, I try to do that. And indecision is literally the opposite of certainty. And because I'm a person who likes stability and routines and, you know, craves, you know, opportunities for sameness, Indecision doesn't allow for that. So I have to make a choice. I have to choose. I have to decide. And so just like going into any situation, knowing like, okay, you have to decide like indecision is not the choice you can make today because even indecision is a choice, like not choosing is a choice. But I always go into situations knowing, okay, you can't not choose. You have to choose. So then once I know, okay, Ashley, you have to choose, then it's about okay, 
Like, how do I make a choice? And I do try to do my research. And this is a a best practice, right? Like, I would recommend this. It's like, whenever you're approaching something, you want to do your research. And I always like to do my research ahead of talking to experts or ahead of going to experts. Or, you know, I'd like to have some foundational knowledge, right? So, like, I know I like this. I know I want this. I know I want this to move in this direction, you know, you know, or even if I don't know what I want, like I know what I don't want. So I know I don't want this. I know I don't want this to go this way. I know I can't afford this much. Right. Like, so I already like make those decisions in my mind, in my head, in my heart, in my spirit. Like I already decide those things so that I can at least like go in having some framework, having some boundaries, having some non-negotiables, you know, because that research allows me to have a framework. And then from that framework, then the next step is I go to experts. So when it comes to making decisions, when I say you have to be decisive, you have to choose, doesn't mean you have to choose alone, right? That doesn't mean you have to do it on your own. Like, one of the things you can decide is I'm not going to do it alone and I'm going to get an expert. I'm going to hire somebody to help me. I'm going to get some help with this decision-making. So that's one of the things that you can literally decide for yourself. And that's one of the things I often decide, like, I'm going to get some help. I'm not going to go at this alone. I'm going to make sure that I feel supported in this. And so after I do my research, then I go to an expert and say, hey, here's what I want. Here's what I'm thinking, or here's what I know I don't want. I don't really know what I want, but I know what I don't want. And and these are the parameters. And then I rely on experts to help me make a decision from there, you know, well, you know, and an expert will typically, again, give you choices, right? So even experts don't tell you what to do or like, you know, do this or do that. Typically they'll say, okay, based on what you're sharing, based on what your parameters are, based on what your boundaries are, here's what I would recommend, or here are two options, or they'll ask you some other questions to help you think of all the considerations. And then from there, I make a decision. And I try not to let that process take any longer than absolutely necessary, right? Like I like to have my stakeholders, my experts, you know, at the tip of my fingers. I like to be able to access them. I like to be able to do my research and not, oh, I'm researching for three months. I'm researching for six months. No, I'm researching for a half hour on my phone so I can figure out what's what and then I'm making a decision, right? And I think too often we sit in indecision. We sit in confusion. We sit in overwhelm. And it destroys us. It annoys us. It it frustrates us. We feel so stuck in our life and our career because we've sat in indecision. And I just really invite you not to do that. I invite you to decide. I invite you to to make a decision because you have choice. You have that's available to you. And the longer you sit in indecision, and I don't know, and we'll see, the longer you're sitting basically in a state of confusion. And like confusion is not good for any of us. Like confusion is not where you want to be. You don't want to be sitting in a constant state of confusion. So I invite you to decide. I invite you to make a choice. I invite you to follow those steps of doing your research, talking with an expert, and then making a decision. Like that framework has never failed me. And I'll be honest, like I'm decisive, but it doesn't mean I always make the right decision, right? Like I'm decisive, but it doesn't make me I make always make the right decision. And even when I make the wrong decision or I'm like, oh, I wish I would have made a better decision, I can always pivot, right? Like it can always change my mind. I can make another decision, right? So there's nothing in anything that I've spent, any energy that I've extended, any money that I spend, it always gets returned to me. So I'm not too pressed about 
you know, oh, well, I can't do this because if I do this, and you know, like I don't get caught up in that. I make a decision. I trust my gut. I talk to my stakeholders. You know, I pray about it. I check in with my spirit and how that's feeling. And I make a decision and I trust that even if it's not the best decision or the quote unquote wrong decision, like I can always pivot. I can always shift and things will get returned to me. And that framework has never failed me. And I hope that you consider it as a framework as you're making decisions just to lean into more decisiveness and away from indecision, which will undoubtedly hold you back. And I digress. Next up is TVT. And I thought we have a little fun this week because it is Thanksgiving 2021. And I wanted to just share a family tradition from my family and then invite you into the same. So my family, when we get together for Thanksgiving, we always watch a classic Black movie. I love being able to get together with family and just watch something that we've all seen a million times and then like quote it and be like, oh, wait, this is my favorite part. Oh, wait till you do this. You know, like that whole energy is so much fun. And so I looked up a couple different lists for best movies to watch with family on Thanksgiving. And there are a lot of these kinds of lists out there, but I'm going to check out one from um, Danielle Jennings. Um, this is posted on hellobeautiful.com several years ago, but I still think that these films are accurate, or at least some of them. And these will have your Thanksgiving, you know, laughing, crying, singing, reflecting, and remembering, you know, tales of old. So these are all ones that I would recommend. So first up is soul food. I mean, it's just, if there's anything, I mean, that's true about Black Thanksgiving is that you're going to have soul food and, you know, having the family around for food and dinner and laughing and betrayal, honestly, it's just so much goodness in soul food is definitely a Black classic. Now, this one might be a little controversial, but, you know, my family is the color purple family. Like it was my mom's favorite movie. Um, We watched it all the time. And honestly, like it is a painful portrayal of like rape and incest and family infighting. I mean, it's a heavy movie, but Black people find joy in comedy and anything. And (laughs) they have found it in the color purple. So listen, who are me to judge? Like. It is a classic. Alrighty. So next up is This Christmas. And yeah, this movie is like literally 15 years old. But if you need some drama and Chris Brown, you know, singing a classic, there is no thing better than This Christmas. I also really love, and this was not on their list, but I also love Last Holiday. I think that's the one with Queen Latifah and Common maybe. But that's one of my favorites. I love, love that movie. So funny, so fun. And so I definitely put that on my list. And the last but not least, this is like one of my favorite movies of all time. I would say it's more Christmas than Thanksgiving, but she's on everybody's list. It's The Preacher's Wife. First of all, Whitney Houston, like, can you go wrong? Like, can you go wrong with Whitney? The music, the fact that she's not here with us anymore and just remembering her and her legacy, like, oh, the preacher's wife, you just can't go wrong. Everybody will be singing, everybody will be dancing and everybody will just be like, lovey-dovey. It's the perfect Thanksgiving movie. So if you are spending time with family this year, definitely 
watch one of those movies, let me know. Feel free to um, tweet me or message me and let me know what you're listening to or what you're watching. I'd love to just see you and your family hustled around the big screen and um, watching holiday movies together. That wraps up this week's episode of School on Life. Thanks so much for listening. This is a great opportunity to introduce someone else to School on Life. So feel free to copy the link from your um, podcast player and send it to someone um, in your group message, your iMessage, your group me messages. I think it's the perfect podcast to share with a girlfriend who needs some strategies, some inspiration, and needs to be able to have a weekly check-in with the mentor. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon. School's out. Class dismissed.